was standing in front of Dollar Tree with basic issues. Such as this, this thing here. All right, we are live for the Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. And oh, man, what a interesting sequence of events over the last uh, week, 72, 48 hours, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, so as at this current moment, you know, I'm anticipating based upon the information being given to us that uh, any minute uh, Biden could make some type of announcement basically uh, in response to the event that, you know, is all types of uh, red flags that are just everywhere. They throwing flags all on the field of just, just suspicious activity. But then again, we know what time it is. And uh, so basically Biden's on the clock. We'll find out what um, what comes from this. But at the end of the day, we know the ultimate agenda is to cover up the debt-based monetary collapse and, and the rebellion that's taking place, whether it's in Europe, or uh, in Africa, got some interesting news about what's happening in Africa. And uh, of course, the border, as more news surfaces, is more suspicious than any time, anything else. So I'm going to share with you my thoughts as well as get your thoughts. So uh, before I move forward and to my rants, welcome to the live stream. My name is Mike, the host of Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. And before I move forward, let me make sure that everything is working correctly, if you don't mind. Hit that thumbs up button. Let me know if the audio is going well. And then we'll jump into uh, some headlines. And as always, as I try to gather all the information together, I come up across more and more and more. So I find myself having way more uh, articles or just subject matters from articles to touch on that I never end up getting to. So what I'm going to do and what's been on my mind for quite some time now is try to you know squeeze in a, a morning live stream where I can get things when they're fresh, so that I don't wait to the you know nine o'clock at night to try to cram everything into one because it takes away from being able to hear you guys and share what's on your radar. So uh, I'm gonna attempt to do a morning live stream minus the talking portion, just get to some major subjects because there's gonna be a lot more news coming faster, and I want to make sure I, for my own sake, stay on top of it so I can process it and uh, not lose my um, sanity <laughs> and uh, having too much information overload. But anyway, hope everyone is doing well. Hope you had a great weekend. Welcome. Any first time viewers, let us know where you're watching from. And also uh, when the phone lines open up, we'd love to hear from you guys as well as might do some face to face tonight as well. So you guys can call in and basically just join me on screen and let some things off your chest, whatever that might be. And so let's get right into it, man. Uh, we got Gene checking in. We got B-Rad checking in. We got Bang Chief. Appreciate you, man. We got uh, Fishbowl. We got Erastus. Erastus. I'm probably saying that incorrectly, but forgive me. Uh, what else we got here? Who's a Jew checking in? Appreciate you. Morning. Uh, live stream sounds grand. Okay, good deal. All right. All right, man. So uh, make sure if you guys haven't hit the bell notification so that you will be notified <laughs> when things uh, come out and when I decide to go live. And if you're able to, because a lot of people mentioned about, you know, Mike, it's too late for me. I can't stay up that late. Okay, cool. So try to catch me in the morning. So I'm going to try to do the mornings, maybe 930-ish when the markets open up, give or take, because I think news is going to come a lot faster or 
information rather will come a lot faster. And of course, because it's coming from the mainstream, you always got to filter through it because we've been lied to in real time about a lot of things. All right, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So I want to try to make this one as smooth as possible with little hiccups as possible. So let me just jump right into it. So I'm going to, as always, start off. And I'm going to, I got, as I mentioned, I got maybe, I got, I got 25, 30 times open. <laughs> so it's just all things that I think is related to what's going on. And I'm going to share my two cents on it and get yours. So let's jump right in, man. Uh, let's get right into it. All right. So for those who are new to the community, don't know where you stand. But uh, I want to make sure I continue to big up for Patriots for being a blessing to the community as well as to the channel. And so for emergency preparedness deals, I encourage you, if you haven't already, to go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD and you'll get direct to this page here where you get a chance to grab an assortment, a variety of things from food to water to energy to, you know, you name it, they have it. And it's a great opportunity for you to stack bit by bit similar in similar fashion that we encourage people to do on a monetary side of bit by bit, you know, getting out of and redeeming those paper notes and getting into something real intangible. This is another opportunity as well, just for preservation sake, as well as emergency, because you never know when stuff jumps off. So for patriots.com forward slash RTD link is in the description, check them out if you like. And also they got a nice little solar generator power situation going on there. And it definitely will be something worth having in your possession. And also uh, probably starting maybe probably, Maybe once or twice, it's been a while, but maybe once or twice a week, give or take, you know, everything, I'm going to start doing some giveaways. And so I'm going to actually dip into my stash and give it into the community as a way of showing my appreciation for your time, energy, and effort and supporting RTD for what, what, 10 years now. And so uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to figure out how to, how to swing it to where I put some, some, some tangible items into your hands doing some live streams. So. I'm working on that, working out the kinks on that now. So it should be fun. Okay, man, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, uh, you know, okay, so as I mentioned, I started off by talking about the fact that right now I'm following the Twitter sphere. And from everything that we're being told, mind you, everything that every commentator responds to is that information is being sold to us because nobody's on the ground. There's no boots on the ground that's actually able to speak. And so everything is more so just us trying to make sense of what's given to us, knowing that the greater agenda is to deceive the people and to ah, make it appear as if the U.S. is in the right when clearly we're in the wrong because we, meaning this country, our military presence has been in that region, i.e. the Middle East, for way too long. But we know why. It's more so to make sure that that unipolar order, dollar-centric monetary structure remains in place. But slowly but surely, we're being displaced and between Iraq and other nations requesting that we relocate out of their countries. The U.S. is under a lot of pressure nowadays. And so there's going to be more events like this just because you know, our presence is no longer wanted. And they already I got another little article here talking about more of the, the building out of alternative systems that makes the use of the dollar as a reserve for a lot of these countries not as um, important as it was pre the COVID, everything that happened type of time frame. So, okay, enough of that said. Let's jump into it, man. Um, okay, so I started off this morning. I started off this morning by putting out a poll. And the goal was to see who, what, where people would be interested in talking about things. So let me shrink myself a little bit. Just because, as I mentioned, more information is going to be thrown our way than we can ever imagine. So I put out a poll this morning, uh, just a simple ABCD. 
And so the question was simple. What's more concerning out of all the mainstream stories this Monday? And I put A, El Paso. I put USA, El Paso, Texas border issue, China, Evergrande liquidation, C, Middle East, attack on U.S. troops in Jordan, eh, or D, others. And so according to 111 people that clicked on a button, 45% are more concerned with the border. And then up next is Evergrande, or I'm sorry, the Middle East. And then B is China. So I'm going to try to get to that in that exact same order. And so bear with me. But I want to make sure I acknowledge people for their feedback and their thoughts. I want those thoughts to go unacknowledged. So real quick, let me get myself out the way. And then we'll jump into some headlines, man, and have some fun with it. Or try to make sense of it. It's not necessarily fun. But then again, I'd rather be informed and ignorant like majority. But LBP says, <laughs> Taylor Swift football is more important. <laughs> it's that crazy world we live in, bread and circus. Yeah, I saw I saw an interesting meme referring to bread and circus. It was, it, was a, it was a San Francisco football stadium, one half, and the other half was the Roman uh, Coliseum. And so they split the two pictures in between and said, you know, it quoted one of the you know famous whatever historians. Give them, give them, give them food and entertainment. They'll never whatever you can get whatever the quote is. I can't think of it, but it was funny. Okay, so uh, Will says whatever they are, whatever they aren't telling us, they're all distractions, one hundred percent. And then uh, we got Rob says all equally disturbing. The concern, the concern was lifted when they just put it in God's hands. I can only do what I can after uh, I'm done. Right. Distur- Designable uh, mention for political, I'm butchering words here, weaponized judicial. Okay. All right. So you guys get the drift here. So I'm going to try to do a poll in the mornings to weigh what you guys want to touch on during the day and we'll get to it. Okay. So I, I want to jump off. Uh, I want to jump off. Um, okay. So we'll just jump off. I'm going to jump off what I start off with. So this is what right here, this is what is very troubling to me. And the and reason it's troubling is because here we have three uh, young um soldiers three individuals that according to information given to us are no longer in the land of the living and you know they i'd assume for a variety of reasons but i'll just you know be, be 100 with you and we'll put it out there and let you know my thoughts you know we got three lives lost for nothing in the sense that these three individuals here probably you know right out of high school or perhaps wanted to pursue a career in the armed forces with under the under the lie that they're helping to defend our country and to keep America safe and all the things that the commercials we see and are, have been brainwashed and believing um, in, the, in the case for these individuals here or, or whatever else, other circumstances. But I'm thinking like here, based upon all the information that's been revealed over the last four years, especially, especially how our government decided to treat our military with the forced inoculation of those injections that it's may cause lots of damages right now. People still didn't really realize that they're not really fighting wars for our country. They're they're fighting agendas for a, a variety of complexes, whether it be military, whether it be the 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 people out east that was mentioned in our Carl Lake uh, um, uh, uh, press leak or whatever. And other forces that go well beyond what these individuals initially probably signed up for and their lives are gone. And so at this current moment, being a military soldier, I, I, I still have a level of respect and honor for people who are willing to sacrifice themselves for what they believe is the truth. But then again, what we're witnessing is far from the truth. 
And so at this current moment, especially moving forward, and there's even talk of, you know, like some, some like in, in Europe, you know, NATO doing some drafting in several countries. There's rumor that if push come to shove, we get further in this escalation, then there could be some type of draft talked about and stuff like that here in this country because they're short on they're sh- short on bodies, bodies of sin. A lot of them are hampered. They're soft. They're weak. You know, a lot of them are been converted over to all types of different ideologies of think they women and men. They don't know what they are nowadays. These kids don't know what they are nowadays. Anyway, my point is, moving forward, people who don't realize that they've been lied to and duped into going to fight somebody else's war and putting their lives in danger between basically people who benefit off Wall Street by funding as well as benefiting from selling <laughs> these weapons to other countries, they're just being used as pawns. So my heart goes out to their families, but moving forward, it'd be easier to be speak, be speak more frankly and say that if you're still thinking you're protecting our country, you're being fooled. And I can never say you get what you deserve because that's not nowhere near godly or biblical. And I don't mean that, but it's time to wake up. It's my whole point here. So just these people here, man, I, I just, and other, and other people's injured. It's a sad day, man. It's a sad day because they died in vain, basically. Anyway, let's keep it moving. And so, Back to my more of my rants. So here we got um, just a little headline here. For I'm sure by now everybody pretty much got a chance to find out some details. But it says U.S. drone attack. What it what is Tower 22 and why are U.S. troops in Jordan? And I can thumb through all this, but I'm not going. I'm going to spare you all this. But basically, 34 people injured, three killed, and apparently this base here is on the border of Jordan, northeastern Jordan, and near Syrian border. So it's like one of the things where it's very close to two different countries. And what they're trying to sell us is the fact that it was a drone from an unknown source. Unknown, I mean, but then again, they they're, they're telling us where that's where it's coming from, in similar fashion the way they told us where the planes came from, who was behind the planes that happened in two thousand one. So it's the same intel. It's the same intel. They lied then, telling us now. I'll, I'll just keep moving because I got a lot more, a lot more articles. But here's a little a little something from Twitter I, I saw that was interesting. It says. From Laura Loomer says, uh, breaking news, as early as tonight, Joe Biden will authorize U.S. military action in the Middle East. And I'm thinking of multiple things. Authorize. The U.S. military presence is already there, activated. They're waiting for, you know, the empire is waiting on a reason to strike. And they look like they have their reason. And I'm going to get into another little clip here where there ain't no evidence. It's just suspicion and the fact that they know. Okay, but here was which was interesting says, so we are just bypassing congressional approval. So at this moment, when everything is unraveling at the seams in many fronts, like I always say, rule rule of law in times of desperation is out the window. So there's no way I don't, I don't think, you know, apart from like Rand Paul and maybe a couple other like, you know, extremely like Marjorie Taylor Greene, those are two or three, four or five voices that's going to you know, be, be crying out in the wilderness about, you know, it need to be go through Congress first, but everybody else will be on board. No problem. Just because three lies were lost and they're going to throw them three images of those, you know, those young people to us and say, this is what they're doing to us. But another question is why in the world are we still there? You know what I'm saying? We know why we're there, but will, will that become a mainstream topic this presidential election? If we have one or if there's, if it's relevant, probably not, but it, you know, if, if you're an enemy that has made yourself at home in an imposing enemy's territory, I mean, like, what do you think? Like, you know, like, 
just like somebody camping up shop in my backyard or the, on the other side of my yard with guns pointed at me. You think I'm going to be friendly towards them? Come on now. But then again, we know everything is is, is a lie. Okay, keep it moving. Um, I see a super chat here. Let me acknowledge this. Uh, this is Port Film Co-op. It says, Zionists and Jews start all wars and see us as cattle. Um, Port, I would go even further than that because I would go even further than that because that is what has been portrayed to us through the history books of what has unfolded in reference to the wars and stuff like that. True. But then I prefer to go one up, you know, Satan. And so I, I would, I would feel remiss if I didn't mention the spiritual essence of what's going on in its entirety and where all this is heading. And so Satan and his minions use anybody and they happen to have used heavily over the last several decades and centuries, probably that particular um, ethnic group that you're referring to there. And so, you know, I just like, you know, we know that true enemy of humanity who use anybody, any color, creed or whatever, if, if, if the person's willing. So, uh, cause I, I mean, cause j just as much as that group has caused damage, if we were to look at African history, you know, people of my same color terrorize our own people and are part of the slave trade. Satan was able to use them too. So, uh, but I get your drift. I get your drift. Okay, keep it going. I'm, 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 I'm going to be too far behind. Okay, so this is just a little information from earlier. I grabbed stuff I grabbed throughout the internet. There's just, you know, some good quotes that really brings things out. It says, White House Biden took green light response to Iran's attack. So like I've been saying for the last four, five, six weeks, every mainstream media article that has been given to us has always highlighted Iranian-backed Houthi whatever, Iranian back, Iranian back. So they've been selling that for a while now to where it's going to be easier for the public in general to say it's Iran because you say it, you say it last so many times, you start to believe it. And of course they sold it up to where, you know, the mainstream media is going to run with it and your average Joe and Jane, especially those that are supporters of this current regime, they're going to be like, okay, Americans died and those are the bad, bad guys. Let's go, let's go. And so, Basically saying here, we have prepared several retaliatory options for a response to Iran's attack and presented them to the president. And we are waiting, says Kirk. He says, we do not want to enter into a full scale war, but we will take all necessary measures to protect our security and our interests. So once again, our security and interests should not be in that territory, according to the way I'm sure a lot of us believe and think. So the fact that you have to sell us on this was what bothers me most. And then we got here, Pentagon vows all necessary actions to defend the u.s troops after deadly strike to defend troops so your illegal occupation in that region is the reason why there's a threat to your security there because you shouldn't be there but then again we're you know and this is the part about you know the, the americanized and american exceptionalism that we've been sold that america's so great so good you know what about the other you know seven point seven billion people on the planet that don't believe that or according to their governments they're also sold some bs in the fact that they are also exceptional compared to whatever bordering country they may have so the indoctrination runs deep but anyway i'm just getting i'm getting off on a tangent here but keep it moving um and so here we got some inf interesting information from a different media source make of it what you may i tend to think this is probably more in a line with what reality would probably say just because iran 
you know, even though they chant, you know, death to America, you know, kill him, kill there, kill Biden, kill Trump. Okay, sure. If they were given a chance, they probably would do that. But then again, because they know as well as their allies, China, Russia, that the U.S. is itching, itching for a conflict. I doubt they'd be that dumb to send a drone or to, to send a drone to the Houthis and the Houthis to the to the to the border to kill, you know, to, to attack. At the time, tensions are the highest ever in that region, given all the other events unfolding between the Israel Gaza situation, as well as the other attacks on the other side of Syria, where the U.S. shouldn't even be in Syria. We shouldn't even be in Syria. But once again, when you're the bully of the world, you do what you want to do. And what else we got? We got uh, the U.S. is now in Yemen. I got some thoughts on that as well, but Iran denies it. And so I don't say they're not, they're definitely not the good guys. But then again, I just don't think they're instigating at this current moment because they're willing and wedded, willing and ready to really much move on because they've, they got bread from Biden. Biden gave them billions. They're enriching uranium with the help of Russia. <laughs> and they have access to the payment systems set up by Russia and China and uh, the BRICS nations. And so, like, what do they really need to continue to play the U.S. game for? And so the fact that a lot of these nations are moving away from the foolishness that the West nations love to pull is more of a reason the U.S. and other G7 nations will continue to poke, poke one bit by bit. They're going to poke all the BRICS nations and plus because like they're starting to really move away from dependence on our financial systems. Okay, keep it moving. And here's a little video clip I want to play. And this plays into more of what uh, I'm talking about here. Let me give me one second. I'm going to because let me shoot. Give me one second. I got to play this clip. Uh, let me do, 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 do. Let me. I want to play this because the audio lets us know. So listen to this. And you could, and you know, they ain't got nothing. Just to pull up, you said Iran was behind the attack. What does that mean? Have you seen evidence of? financing or directing anything specific to this attack, not just generally, but specifically. Uh, so maybe I need to clarify further um, from what Lita had mentioned. We know that Iran here. funds these groups like Kitab Hezbollah. We know that these IRGC backed militias are the ones responsible for attacks on our troops in Iraq and Syria. Uh, beyond that, we're we're doing an intelligence assessments. We don't have I don't I can't give you today that attack thinking it to Iran. We just know that Iran funds these groups we like Jihad Hezbollah and other groups that have attacked our forces, but I don't have more to share on. So basically, we just know. I ain't got no proof. I can't show you nothing right now, but we just know because they fund this, 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 this. Come on now. That's not enough. That's not enough. But then again, you don't need a lot when you don't need congressional approval to go violate uh, international law by terrorizing and ruining other people's countries and lives. But anyway, so just just more information from the White House, the Pentagon area, you know, no proof. But then again, they're sure. OK, hope you guys heard that. OK, so this goes more into um, let me get this on the screen. Give me one second. Boom. Uh, let me know. Let me know if you guys actually heard that little 40 second clip, just because I want to make sure that uh, I wasn't just talking to myself, but I gave you a little play by play. So anyway. We all know we've been talking about this forever. And so here's an interesting cover that was shared that I thought was interesting. It says, the plot to attack Iran, how the CIA and deep state <laughs> have conspired to vilify Iran. So this is, I'm sure I didn't get a chance to read a book. I just saw this, saw this trending. I'm like, okay, well, my man is ahead of his time with this because he's been, you know, this is a little bit older book. 
but the fact that everybody in the mainstream slash alternative media space know how bad the U.S. been itching to complete their seven, I think it's a seven country heist, seven country tour. Everything surrounding Saudi Arabia for the most part. And Iran's the last one. Okay, keep it moving. Here's another little interesting uh, visual. It says, I'll read this for you. Three American mercenaries are killed in Iran. Thousands of miles away from home country. Can someone tell me why does America need to have bases in Arab countries or for that matter in foreign countries? And of course, we know it has everything to do first and foremost with the petrodollar system and everything that comes from that and the security promise to Saudi Arabia for protection against their enemies. But now Saudi Arabia no longer has enemies. They have allies in the form of the BRICS plus and the OPEC nations. And they're all so, so Saudi Arabia doesn't have any enemies anymore. So do they actually need us protection? I don't think so. And so this goes into why I think this military escalation will continue. And so this is a little headline here. White house admits us has troops on the ground in Yemen. And so small forces in Yemen is enough to basically be considered an invasion, you know, U.S. at war, like, you know, the fact that we have presence in a country where we're not invited or wanted is an invasion. But, you know, from Western media, it's, you know, it's, it's national security and, you know, and defense of our nation and best interests and all that crap the way we're sold. It's sold. But it says in a press briefing on January 17th, Pentagon Press Secretary Brigade uh, General Pat Ryder said, I'm not aware of any U.S. forces on the ground. And then it says troops are on the ground in Yemen, according to a report from the White House, when asked if there was a presence, the Pentagon refused to acknowledge the reality earlier in January. And then he said a small number of U.S. military personnel are deployed to Yemen to conduct operations against al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula and ISIS. So al-Qaeda and ISIS are still active. <laughs> and that's why Yemen is there. That's why they're there. And so I, 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 call, I call bluff. I'm thinking like, okay, just playing through scenarios. Could be 100% wrong, but just things that just kind of line up. At this current moment, Saudi Arabia has already, you know, made some major moves by their, them uniting. Saudi Arabia has united the Middle Eastern countries. And the things was moving very positively in their direction uh, towards moving east and away from the Western dominance of the petrodollar system. Saudi Arabia has already opened up their payment structures to the yuan, and to other friendly currencies as well. And it's their suspicion that they're willing to accept gold and things of that nature as well. And so the dollar is not the only currency that they accept, and that's known by now. And so when Biden went over there to try to smooth over with the prince over there, it didn't go too well. So my suspicion is that the U.S. was okay with Saudi Arabia bombing Yemen for six, seven, eight years. And then once the crown prince pivoted, he called a truce with Yemen, they signed some type of agreements. And so the Saudi Arabia looking to heist Yemenese oil came to an end. And so what better way to show your loyalty to us and pay, pay, pay us a favor to see if you're willing to continue to, you know, for us to continue to be in favor with you other than you go into Yemen, U.S., and you help us out there because we can't do that. And if you do that, we'll slow down the de-dollarization process. We'll slow down accepting and allowing other nations to have their currencies spent on oil as well. So that's a hypothetical possible in this scenario. 
could be hot air, but that's just something that came through my mind when I saw this. You know, extract Saudi troops, send the U.S. troops, because technically speaking, the way the West treat our troops, they're expendable. So, they're, you know, American lives are expendable for the greater good of supporting the petrodollar system and everything in between. So anyway, just something worthwhile. Here's to get your thoughts. Okay, let's move on to the next hot topic. Evergrande. Look at this, man. Like if this was a if this was a uh, a penny stock, <laughs> the question is, would you buy this dip? <laughs> so on Friday, Evergrande was trading at 20 cents. And as of today, when it was halted, it's 16 cents. I, th- I think I'm going to wait till it probably goes under 10. I'm going to get in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a bag. <laughs> I'm going all in on this right here. I'm just playing. This is just a joke. But uh, China, Evergrande has been ordered to liquidate. The real estate giant owes over $300 billion. So I was going through some of the details here, and somebody commented on the Telegram, Mike, you know, what are your thoughts on this? I'm like, okay, so I'll give it to you later tonight. And so I'm thinking, like, okay, there's a lot of losses. 300 billion-ish losses subject to pile up and who's holding those bags? Who's holding that? And I'm like, okay, definitely. This, it can be, a, it can be a, an isolated event in China, but because of its exposure, the debt exposure to other European and U.S. companies, it's not going to be just contained. And so I want to get some figures here. So I was thumbing through here. And it says, let me zoom in so you guys can see what I see. It says Chinese regulators have said the risk of global shockwaves from Evergrande's failure can be contained. Mind you, these news sources, they have a lot to lose if they were to be truthful. So they have to sell the positive that they can be contained. It says the court documents seen uh, seen Monday showed Evergrande owes about $25.4 billion to foreign creditors. And those foreign creditors, I'm about to point at them in a minute. And I'm sure it's probably bigger than that, but that's what we're told. Its total assets of $240 billion are dwarfed by its total liabilities. And so here's the problem. Its assets of $240 billion is technically worth less commercial properties, buildings that have been finished, all types of skyscrapers that are basically like non-performing, like liabilities in a sense. So this 240, I'm sure is overstated because they own large amounts of land and structures. But in this current environment, especially in China, when liquidity ain't the greatest from the consumer slash investor standpoint, even if they were to sell that, they wouldn't get nothing but pennies on a dollar. So, yeah, okay. So they're trying to paint this to be something good. Point in case is eh, the chance of being able to contain this without printing large amounts of trillions or billions, which they did with last week to slow down the stock market. Now they got the commercial real estate to deal with. Then it says here about 90% of Evergrande's business is in mainland China. Is is, is Chairman Kamen Yu is also is that whatever whatever. Uh, it says Evergrande Hong Kong trading shares plunged 20% on Monday before stocks were traded were suspended. So we'll see how this goes. But here's here's who's on the back, who's on the hook for some of these losses. BlackRock, HSBC among largest buyers of Evergrande debt, and this was from two years ago. When you know the funds were you know plentiful, a lot of liquidity was a lot of liquidity was out there, and so they went out and bought a lot of Evergrande debt to prop things up. So it says BlackRock added 31, 31.3 million notes of Evergrande debt between January and August, pushing its stake its stake into the company to one percent. So right now, one percent of that twenty four point five billion, from what we we're probably being told, is BlackRock. Of the assets of 1.7 billion Asian Ying fund. It said HSBC increased its positions in the company by 40% through July. So BlackRock, HSBC are amongst two that's known that's caught up in this debt spiral. 
And so to make it even worse, last week before this verdict came down from the judge in Hong Kong, BlackRock was trying to get out. And so they were willing to take a loss. Says BlackRock to sell Shanghai office tower at 30% discount, sources says. It says BlackRock is seeking to sell an office complex in Shanghai about 30% discount of its purchase price. People with knowledge of the matter said, reflecting the sluggish commercial property market in China's biggest city. So if they're talking about having 240 uh, billion worth of assets, meaning land, territory, buildings, and BlackRock's taking 30% discount, they just marked it down. It's still not sold. What do you, how, who's going to step in and buy all that stuff? That's the problem. The debt is too massive. People aren't willing to gamble by buying structures that may or may not be useful or occupied in a manner where you can actually return a profit. So this debt spiral stands to get worse and it's going to trickle over here because a lot of U.S. funds in the form of people who invest in BlackRock, people who have funds at HSBC and all the other companies, yeah, they're on the hook. So my point is, Given just those scenarios there of what's happening in China, it's very likely that this escalation over the last over the last day or so with the push for the Middle East conflict, because it makes it easier for the spigot to be cut back on. So at this current moment, due to all the non-performing loans out here, the bankruptcies, the layoffs, the you know they they've juiced the market for the most part as much as they can get out of it. And now we're witnessing the downturn of the reverse repo. We got the bank situation, uh, bank window, BTFP coming to a halt. And the system can't run unless there's a continuation of liquidity coming from somewhere. And, and just to make it even worse, look at this. Beware, Yellen's treasury expected to borrow one trillion, (laughs) one trillion on monday and so that was as of today so i didn't get a chance to check the bond uh issuance and how all that stuff went but just from the looks of these here like the trajectory (laughs) uh of the amount of debt needed just to pay bills on this side is going to be problematic so anyway he's talking about some of the other previous events like this where it's assets sold off yada 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 but yeah so Okay, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Let me get some more articles. More articles. And then I open the phone lines. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, okay, let's get to the note. I'll spare that one. Okay, just on a little side note here. I thought this might be of something that came out the blue or not. Right now, as of this evening, this came out at 8, oh, 8, 8 p.m. This was shared on Raw Alert. This says a large explosion with a significant fire erupted at a at Feathercrest Farm chicken plant. So remember, was it last summer or last summer, two summers ago, I think it was, how everything was just catching fire. Every 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 company that supplies food and resources for sustainability of life in this country just happened to catch on fire. And so now it looks like they might be back at it heading to, to the spring and summer with this you know, chicken plant in Texas. Brian, Texas burning. And I'm like, OK, coincidence once, coincidence maybe twice, but, you know, once a month for a couple of years. Come on now. But yeah, we know they're trying to cut off the supply of everything like man needs. Okay. So let's get into a little bit of the border situation. So here's a video uh, that made the headline or hit Twitter today at 537. It got 590,000 votes. And I'll zoom in so you guys can see what I see here. 
And so this is what it says. Breaking. Our photographer in Jacumba, if I'm saying that incorrectly, California just witnessed two human smuggling SUVs dropping off groups of illegal immigrants who then taught around the border wall and into the U.S. People from China, Turkey, and India in this group. This is eastern San Diego County, and there was only one single Border Patrol agent in the area. So the reason I start off with this is because we were just told Eagle Pass, Texas is the focal point. We had Buku governors go down there in support of Eagle Pass, uh, uh, the border distraction where Abbott is pushing back against the federal government. And all attention is focused on this narrow strip you know, next to a bridge and barbed wire and shipping containers. And the mainstream media make it look like, you know, we're going to, we're, you know, there's going to be a, a conflict, i.e. the Civil War concept. And so what was brought to my attention along with this is that here is, no, let me find the other one. Yep. So here's another video that was sh shared to me by one of the community members, community members, and I also already saw it. But this is a video. It says, must watch. And this is reshared from the person who originally created it, but says, it says, you are being played. There is no real border wall defense by Texas or the military. Do not go to the border. It's unsecured and dangerous. And so if you, let me watch, I'm going to play this. This is a very interesting border. And this was surfaced, this surfaced from Petty AF, a comedian who's, for this got serious apparently. But what he did was, he drove past Eagle Pass, where all the hoopla is at, saw a couple military trucks, whatever. None of the hysteria that the mainstream media made it seem like. And this was, I'm assuming, from the weekend. And then he took a drive. He took a drive along that same street that appears to be along that border area. Never been there, so I don't know. But he gets, like I said, like half a mile away, wherever the, you know, the Trump wall is at. You can keep driving right along the wall, but then you'll get to certain spots where the gate is just wide open. Like there is no military presence. There is no defense. There is no, no hysteria because people can just walk in and out along the wall. And Texas border is extremely long, but the media wants us to focus on Eagle Pass, Abbott pushing back against the federal government. That, you know, Biden wants them to remove the barbed wire. The barbed wire, maybe I, didn't, I haven't seen pictures of the full area, but the barbed wire issue compared to the entire wall and the other areas that's open and he, have, he even drives a little further and there's another opening he, so i said he drew so he, he he left this one left this one here drove down a little bit longer got here and he, there's no there's no there's no gate on this one <laughs> and so video is very interesting he is like we're being lied to don't believe it it's not what they make it seem it's a setup yada 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 and so i'm like okay well that fits right with the narrative of like you know having the good guy bad guy you know we got a conflict but then again we need somebody to come save us so abbott's stepping up for humanity to try to save us yada yada and okay so my response to this before seeing these videos last 24 hours was you know if abbott and those other 25 governors were real when i mean real like really trying to push back against the federal government, the best thing, well, not the best thing, but something that will be worth doing. Let me grab this. Let me, let me, I'm going to share with you something I wrote over the weekend that share some more thoughts that would make more sense. And so bear with me. Uh, let me 
I want to share, I want to read some of this because I'm like, you know, this is if we if 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 the border situation is really like a dire crisis, because what we just witnessed already, they can just walk around the border in California, you know, tell them what they can do in New Mexico and all the other surrounding bordering states, and of course the bridge or the the um, what you call it, the you know Trump wall or whatever is wide open, so there is no real pushback. So we're being lied to, apart from Eagle Pass, where all the focus lies. Okay, let me share something with you real quick. Uh, go here. So I put this on the Twitter <laughs> over the weekend, and I'm gonna just thumb through it real quick, and I'll zoom in. But I put a clip from a the 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 the, the convoy that's heading down there between today, the 29th and the second. The convoy is heading to Texas to, in a patriotic fashion, to support Abbott and the pushback against the federal government, the pushback. And so I said, people have become so quick to jump on the train for what's perceived as a good cause uh, with very little critical thinking. Very few people consider that the Democrat Republic rife rift has all been planned out. Imagine spending your hard-earned currency to fund your own trip meaning gas, food, housing, to go down there, to take time away from your family and, and to, to stand against the federal government. I said, the movement is to stop funding the government itself. I says, when and who will be the first true patriot to recommend the need to stop paying federal taxes? And so instead of talking about going down there and taking a stand, save your energy, don't pay federal taxes. And of course, that's not common, that's not popular, it can get you in trouble. But if everybody did it in unison, <laughs> then you stop feeding the beast, then what the beast has to taint, change its ways, or unfortunately, the, this beast, referring to our government system, which has come down cracking harder on people. But I says, what, what would be nice to see is a group of 25 governors uh, create a modern day declaration of independence 2.0 and let their signatures and love for their citizens, 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 citizenry <laughs> result in the abolishment of taxes to the federal government, i.e. the king. It's not like the taxes actually fund the government anyway. They have been running a deficit for decades now. Just my opinion. What do you say? And some people left their thoughts. But uh, I thought that was very interesting because I'm thinking like, oh, well, I haven't heard anybody talk about just stop feeding the beast. Like, just stop feeding the monster. Like, the government's already running a deficit. They're already basically operating on borrowed time and that's why the desperation causes as much conflict around the world as they can is happening now because things are getting close things you know things are getting very tight it's hard to hide the lies and everything in between so that's just a little something there okay let me okay so we have 42 minutes i got man i started like 15 more tabs man give me a second here let me get to let me get to another tab or two uh let me get to i'll skip some stuff i'm gonna skip some stuff uh okay so more of the resistance that's taking place now that's not being talked about um, in Niger. Uh, so let me just give you a different one here. Uh, nope, 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 where we at? Nope, 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 nope. Okay, yeah, so I was just saying, this, I got more, but. So in Niger, Niger, Buka Rafaso, and Mali, all three of those nations there, have decided to withdraw from ECOWAS. And so they've withdrew from ECOWAS, which is the French controlled 
slavery, modern day slavery mechanism that has forced those nations, those 15 nations to use the French franc, which the French don't even use. And so they're starting to push, pull away from France. So France is panicking right now because more of their criminality is being exposed and they don't have the forces or the manpower to go down there and force their will. And so it says to stem illegal export of gold, Niger suspends mining permits in the country. So long story short, there was a plane, a cargo plane boarded with 1,400 kilograms of gold bars with an estimated value of 60 billion CF francs or 91 million euros was seized in January at, at a port in Ethiopia. And so the point is they were, they've been smuggling gold out of Niger and all those other countries, no documentation, no paperwork, and they've been flying it into the Middle East. And of course, from there, they put it in vaults or whatever. So it's not, there's no telling whether it's, you know, the French government, EU government, oligarchy families or whatever. But long story short, Nigeria put a stop to it because they're keeping all their gold and stuff in-house. <laughs> and then uh, that's another one there. And so on top of that, amongst all the rebellion taking place amongst the French in that region, Russia is stepping in. So Russia troops began Burkina Faso deployment to bolster security. So when one nation steps out, another one steps in. So this is just what's happening. There's more. I didn't, I, I didn't have it. And then lastly here, Biden campaign seeks Taylor Swift's endorsement. <laughs> and then here's another one here. This is the last one, I promise you. But this is a, from the U.S. debt clock. Like they've upped their game by adding visual aids and things that make you think. And so this is just an interesting visual aid talking about the old system under the debt and deficits structure and then the new money referring to commodities just listed underneath. We got gold, silver, copper, natural gas, oil, uh, Wall Street. We got corn, houses, re real world stuff. Somehow, some way linked to this new money, new system that everybody think is, I guess, brewing. You know, I'm not sure if this is in a Sarah Gisera or the, you know, gold back, you know, Trump coin coming. I don't know what people thinking, but people thinking that it's going to be a smooth transition into a new commodity backed system. And I don't think so, but anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, all right. So I'm going to spare you guys that. And, uh, let's open up the phone lines, man. Um, yeah, let's open up the phone lines as always for those who have thoughts, ideas, suggestions, feel free to let them rip in the uh, chat and we can talk further. And then also, as I mentioned, for those who are, um, in the community, because I have way more articles and everything that I don't get to, I'm going to try to get more stuff done throughout the day. So what I'm going to do is starting, um, soon, probably, I don't know when I'm going to end up doing, I'm going to do a morning show because I know a lot of people can't catch the night shows and I'd rather cut half of these articles in half and do some in the morning, some at night, and then get your thoughts in the evening. So just as a little heads up, that's what I'll be working to do. So Make sure you guys plug in if you want to, you know, follow me during the daytime and stay plugged in. We can make it work. All right. Um, yeah. So what we got here? Let's get some face to face here, man. I would rather, I would rather get a chance to meet people directly than do the phone lines, be honest with you. But I understand everybody don't want to call in and do some face to face. But let me get this, let me, let me get this link ready and then we can get some back and forth going. And also for my people over in Rumble, um, definitely, I'm going to try to make sure I can connect with y'all as well. So, all right here. Um, 
So if, yeah, phone lines are open. Let me get y'all the number. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. If you haven't, definitely hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Appreciate. There got a number right there. Let it have. Let me have it. Or highlight in the chat. Or in the chat. Um, let me know your thoughts. And I will do the best I can to answer. And we'll see how it goes. If we get some participation, we'll stay on. If not, that's all she wrote. And also, <laughs> I, I want to apologize, man. Uh, last week, one of the days we was doing live, and I, my, I had the phone on, do not disturb. So people were calling in, and I didn't get to no calls after a certain point because I hit the wrong button. <laughs> So people were calling in, and when I cut it back on, I had all them dang missed calls. So forgive me. I didn't do it on purpose. It's just, you know, yeah, stuff happens. Anyway, let's talk. Let me see what we got here. Yeah, so another thing. So I'll, I'll just rant. I'll just rant in the meantime. Um, what I'm looking to do, um, let me, what I'm looking to do is, um, as I mentioned, in the mornings, like in the mornings, probably when markets open up, I will look to um, look to what am I getting sidetracked? I will look to have, oops, I will look to log in and try to do some long, do some live streaming in the morning just because I want to cover more stuff if I can. And so stay on the lookout for that. Um, I can delete that. I see. Uh, oops. Okay, okay, we at it. Have at it. Have at it. Let me give me give me a call. Okay, missed some calls already. Let me go. Hello, call Where we calling from? Hello. Hello. Hi there. What's your name? Where you calling from? Mike Tony from Oakland. How you doing, brother? TB, doing good, my friend. Give me some. Um, oh, one second. Go ahead. One second. Say it again. The 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 BTPC. Yeah, BTFE. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um. They they're ending that because it was only uh, supposed to be up for a year. Um, but you you have to. No one's asking the question. Why aren't anyone going to the discount window? And uh, the the reason being is that. There, uh, you have to come with uh, a collateral to the discount window, and no one has that that collateral that they need. So they create these funds mm -hmm. where it's just you know the zeros on the computer. Yeah. So that that's why. So I and it's like you said, the 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 next one's going to be a different program or a different fund that they're going to have where people aren't going to the discount window. The feds are, they've had the discount window for the longest. Mm -hmm. And the feds even told them, we still got the discount window. If you want, you guys want to come to it, we're open, we're available. But the only problem is you got to come with collateral. Yeah. And so the collateral, meaning U.S. liabilities, um, I mean, even though it's the bloodline for our monetary system and a U.S.-centric companies and entities have to have it and use it and support them and buy it and hold it, because they can use it as a income earning vehicle. But then then again, like what, what they're about to flood the world with debt in, this, in the coming weeks and months, you know, trillion coming here, trillion there. 
So is it is it as pristine? Is it is it as pristine as it used to be? Is it still as is it still as does it carry the same weight? You know what I'm saying? To where people will still take it to bring it to them if they wanted to. Well, the collateral that that they're requesting, yes, it has to be pristine. But instead of doing that, the Fed has just washed their hands of, okay, uh, we'll just supply you the money, like they did with the banks. They, yeah. You know, they they're making bankers, which isn't money. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's money, but it's not money. Yeah. Uh, then they'll do a, a program like this, or they'll do the next program in order to, for the banks to in order to survive, and they'll continue to do this until they until they get caught. Yeah. And so, you know, it's up to us as, as individuals to not let that happen. So, hold on. So, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I got distracted. Say that one more time. Until they get caught. So, it's up to us. I'm sorry. Finish that thought. Explain it. Well, yeah, we're, we're the ones that's allowing this in order to happen it, until we recognize what's going on with our, our financial system and tell them to stop doing that and, and hold their feet to the fire mm -hmm. uh, at the Federal Reserve. That's how you get rid of them because they aren't doing monetary policy. They're yeah. only they're they're only doing uh, estimates and guesses and 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 wishes for everyone. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, we're right. we're only hoping that you guys fall for this. Oh, they fell for it. Well, it's only going to go a year, and then they put it out there. Oh, March eleventh, everything every goes to hell in the handbasket, <laughs> and then they come up with another program, right? And then we fall for it. We've right. been doing this for a while. But here's the thing, like, you know, it's not a matter of, in my opinion, it's not a matter of falling for it. That's how the system operates. So your average Joe and Jane, they're not concerned with, like, they're not active participants in it. They just deposit their funds in the institutions, and the institutions do all that heavy lifting for them by using deposits to go out and buy this debt, to then park it in these windows to earn interest for themselves and pay us, you know, point, or the point oh one percent or point well beneath what they're making. So the, the average depositor has no say so now other than say, okay, you pull all your funds out and then we'll, then we'll see what capital they have to go use to buy some of this pristine capital that comes from the, uh, from the, from the, from the government. So the average Joe and Jane can't do nothing about it. So when you say we, we yeah. allow it, what do we, how, how can we stop it is the question. They can pull your funds, pull your funds or put your funds. Which would you rather do? Pull your best in gold and silver. That way you have it in your hand. Yeah. Or leave your funds in there. I ask anybody on your channel: yeah. Have they lost money in the last quarter? Of course, everybody not. lost of, money. Oh, oh, I mean, from your portfolio, would, yes, from, from so, your portfolio, probably, yeah. But watch this. In the meantime, life goes on. Bills are due, <laughs> and everything in between, and a lot of the things are automatically withdrawn. So you're gonna have to have something in there, or you know, or what? So it's just like they they made the system to where. It's an inconvenience to remove it because all institutions require direct deposits and direct this, direct that to where, you know what I'm saying? We're kind of like in a, in a, in a, in a continuous cycle of being trapped on a, on a hamster wheel in a sense. So I get your point. So the, I would say the best thing is, of course, is to limit as much as you can your dependence on the system by not having more than you're willing to lose in their hands. Sure. Get your goal, get your weight, be self-sustainable as best you can. Sure. But like until the system comes down, like we just, we, you know, on, on average, we stuck. And then, 98% of the people ain't really got nothing worth pulling anyway. So, <laughs> but anyway, hey, but I got some more calls we're in, though. Huh? But we're talking two different things. We're okay. talking two different things. You're talking about the everyday uh, bank account that yeah. has to 
withdraw money for the car payment for car or for the house note. I'm talking money that you have pulled out of your hard-earned working mm-hmm. and put it over here in a 401k. Put it over here. Those are the ones. Those are their investment companies. Yeah. Your Black Rocks and things. Yeah. That's what they're doing with your. Good point. You can pull money from them. You can. You can. 100. And invest in gold and silver. That everyday money you can't do nothing with. I mean, that, that, you got to have it to live. Right. Hey, I appreciate you as always, TB. About to get some more people on it. Thank you, my friend. All right, Be good. Yeah, man. Yeah, All you too. Looky, 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 who we got hey. here with us, Mr. 10 Pound himself. What's up, man? Yeah, Give me something. Yeah. Hey, it's been quite some time. Mike, how you been, buddy? How I'm been? doing good, my friend. What's up with you, man? I've been doing great, you know, been uh, in good spirits, you know, uh, blessed, you know, trying to, you know, keep my uh, spirits high amongst this turbulence, man. But, uh, <laughs> you know, really, really just been working, working a lot. And uh, yeah. Yeah, do my best to help people and prepare, make preparations to, yeah. you know, uh, man, probably who knows what could happen when with, with these next gray swan, black swan events that could be right around the corner, right? Yeah. So dude, there are a lot of people that aren't prepared at all, man. They're going to need people to sort of like, you know, show them what's exactly like so for words of words of words of encouragement for guidance mm-hmm. and for you name it. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Even uh, resources, food, power, yeah. resources. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna need that. Yeah. So you know what yeah. I mean, right? Preparations. Yeah. Now I I know from you, you're you're you know you specialize. One of your specialties is the digital asset community, mm-hmm. and of course I, I I speculate. Been doing it for quite some time now, so I like keep my ears off opportunities just from a speculation standpoint because I do believe there's opportunities in there. Share with me, uh, you know, what two or three that you keeping your eye on, like educators. I mean, you got to shield nothing, but just give us something that's solid, steady, yeah. and something that could be a value potentially mm-hmm. to people if they wanted to get involved. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't want to talk about you know assets that are just gonna like you know accrue in just like financial value. I want to talk about social growth as well, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I feel like that's where the digital assets sector can really sort of like change people's perspective on Mm -hmm. what their money can do for them in the long term in regards of like, you know, having these network effects that enable them to receive something that is far more precious than, you know, uh, just money. Right. It's like, it could be experiences. It could be something else. It could be like um, something far more quantifiable than just money as well which is interesting in and of itself so um i want to talk about probably tia right which is like a really good network in the community effect Mm -hmm. it has a really good network in the community effect right now um what's what's the what's the symbol for that i'm gonna look it up while you're uh tia yeah tia and it's a cosmos app chain ecosystem that's like built with uh you know, modularity in minds. So now people can like take pieces that they like and discard pieces that they don't like and build mm-hmm. with uh, specific, you know, endpoints and specific goals in mind. So, is this, yeah. is this Celestia? Yeah, it is Celestia. Yes, it is. Okay, and it was I'm an airdrop. It was given away for free. I see you. I got you on there. Yeah. It was given away for free to a whole ton of developers and whatnot. Um, and they've got a really good developer base over there. It's uh, part of the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, How long has this project been up and running? I'd say it's been around for about a year or so now. 
Yeah. Okay, came in about two yeah, the test net around. has been out for about a year, but their main net just went live not that long ago, about six months ago, seven months ago. Yeah. All right, give me another one. What's up? What else on your radar? Well, of course, you know, I, I love Pulse Chain, but everybody on your channel talks about that. They love it too. Um, so, but so, Optimism, what's it? so what, what is it about Pulse Chain and mm -hmm. Hex? I mean, of course, Richard Hart done a good job of yeah. positioning himself as a great. Mm -hmm you know, knowledgeable source of information that people really get behind. But other than buying and locking up and earning yield off of just locking it up, like, it, I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't do nothing really. It's just oh, other than locking no, it up. No, 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 no. That's a misconception, my friend. That's okay. a misconception. In fact, I'm happy to sort of like walk you through what's possible on this network. Because okay, man, I've been having a field day over here, bro. I've been having an absolute field day. I love this technology. And what's possible is uh, interconnectivity between assets and creating like fusions of tokens and mm -hmm. like really just sort of like creating your own path and trailblazing your own candles and creating your own digital flow mm -hmm. all in sync with your community and your own like accord with your own words sort yeah. of like your own scripts you get what i mean and yeah, like yeah. you're able to like control liquidity from script to script and mm -hmm. sort of like have this equilibrium balance effect between yeah. various pools and interconnect them with other pools and then yeah. like do auto trading and liquidity farming and yield mining and then create nfts as well and then embed tokens inside of those nfts so i said is it so and, all the things you described of his, yeah. some of his attributes, is it like one of a kind or it's one of oh, it's, a couple other that does it's very, the exact same thing? Yeah, of course. It, it's all utilizing the same fundamental substrate, which is the Ethereum virtual machine. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So like they all pretty much have some sort of consensus mechanism that validates transactions, indexes them, and then finalizes the transaction. And then, of course everybody uh then stores that collection of data right that history in blocks block space right yeah. so yeah that's just how the network works right. and the smart contracts operate on that fundamental network effect and that's just right, give, like give me one more give me yeah, one more okay. and i, I right. let you go so, um, more if you uh, i mentioned uh pulse chain and optimism um but i think a lot of people aren't necessarily paying attention to uh, like some other communities i'd say like hmm that put you on the spot <laughs> yeah i know right yeah i'm trying to think i'm trying to think you know because there's a lot going on in the evm space right yeah and yeah for the most part i want to mention something that's not launched just yet but mm -hmm. it's something that's really crucial and critical and i think people would need to look into because like you're going to need it? to know about this uh, it's called it? obscuro and the community okay. is well put together. Like it's it's actually kind of it, like a company of sorts. Yeah, it's a layer it, two uh, Ethereum. Is there a symbol for it? Or it's not out yet? It's not out yet. There is no token okay. for it. No, but you can look it up. Uh, it's Obscuro, Ethereum privacy layer two. Uh, I've mentioned it in the Money GPS's uh, Discord channel. Uh, shout privacy. out to David. Yeah, privacy, David. Is, privacy is going to be key, man. Privacy is going to be key. Yeah. I'm a big component mm -hmm. of anything to do with inherent privacy is great. But if it's going to be implemented sometime in the future, great. Like, you know, Firo is doing something big right now with their shark, with their uh, Atlantis shark protocol. 
it's very unique and so i keep my eye on a lot of privacy coins so i'm that's something that really excites me there so but hey oh, let me sure. get some more people in here man i appreciate you for dropping a couple nuggets i appreciate you mm -hmm. putting me on game and i'm sure there's some people out there who also like that as well so thank you for joining me and uh yeah for sure man whenever you get some face-to-face -face time drop jump on drop in and we'll, we'll get on here man appreciate you all right yeah we'll be in touch take it easy be good good stuff good stuff good stuff yeah so Mr. Ten Pound, one of the community members. I know one of his specialties is the crypto space, and I enjoy learning and into new new things. Filecoin, Theta, Solana, IOTEX. Yeah. Um, all right, let's keep it going. So I did miss some calls, but as I mentioned, face to face, how face to face comes first. How about that? <laughs> I just put that first because people spend their time. Willingness to connect with me face to face. I want to definitely honor that. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike. Uh, Steve, P. Marie nine. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, the the last brother was real articulate and everything, mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, I gotta check into some of this stuff myself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my thing is like, you know, it doesn't hurt to hear about new technologies because whether you believe in it or play with it or not, it's still it's still being built. And if it's if it's meant to do something correct, disruptive, correct. it's gonna be there. You just it's just an opportunity you possibly can miss out on. So that's why I'm not like, you know, I'm open to right. so anything new. That's how I learned. So anyway, go ahead. Hey, hey but here, here's, here's, here's the main thing that I'm calling in about tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm talking about bodies. I'm talking about bodies and souls, i.e. Um, uh, the military. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a vet. Um, you know, uh, my 22-year-old son is in the Air Force in Japan. Mm -hmm. Um uh, the, here's the thing. I, I want to ask the question, what are people going to do when they eventually come and say there's a draft? And at, 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 at that point, at, at that point, people, it, it sounds good to say, well, I'm just not going to send my kids. Mm -hmm. it, it, that sounds good. And, and I get it. Uh, but what are people, what are parents going to do of, um, military-aged kids uh, when, when the government says, well, if they don't sign up, then they're not going to be able to participate in society. Yeah. Um, They'll blackball them. If, yeah. if, if, so, so I'm just asking that question. I don't know the answer to it. Right. I'm just asking the question. Right. That's good. And that's a good question for the community to consider as well. So all my people, all my parents out here, who have children under the age of what? What's the twenty ish? I'm hearing twenty, um, under the age of twenty. No, over twenty, no, under twenty, under twenty. I think under twenty. Yeah, that's just something to think about. Like, yeah, I, I, I fall in that category. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, um, mine too. Mine too. And like, you know, I got, I got one that's in, twenty-two. He went in when he was eighteen. Uh, matter of fact, um, the when he got enlisted into the Air Force, San Francisco was playing Kansas City in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then here we are yeah. years later. The other one's here, um, but I, I just, I just as, as a parent myself, and, and you're a parent, there's a bunch of parents out here, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what do you tell these kids if the government comes to them and go, you're going to sign up or we're just going to ruin your life? Yeah. I, 
together. And that's what, and that's that, that go. I, 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 I see where you're coming from with that because you know, by you know, you you, t- you teach your children to be law abiding citizens, God fearing, you know, right. young kingdom, kingdom and kingdom and queen, men, young men and women. But then when your government goes rogue and comes at you on some like, you know, we need you to serve for your country, but you don't believe in it or really want to stand for it because you see through it. Then it's that like, you know, disobeying law for the sake of like, you know, believing in your heart that you're doing the right thing like that, like disobeying law for the right cause for your own, like saving your own damn life in a sense. But so I get you. I get you. And. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 they, and they can, and they can, and do have the ability to ruin these kids' lives. Oh, 100%. If, if, if it comes to that, right? Uh, so, so that's so that's one of the things that I'm looking at. And then the flip side, just to me, on the funny side of it, I bet all that feminism stuff gonna go out the window <laughs> that these women are talking about nowadays. <laughs> when, <laughs> when that, yeah, when that, when that rolls around. When it rolls around, I think they're gonna start saying, "Well, I'm I'm a woman, right, right. I, I can't I can't go to war. I can't. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute. You you were manning up all this other time, <laughs> but but now anyway, I'll let I'll let you go on that. But just to, just to talk to the community, yeah, on the on the serious side of it, what would you do? Yeah, yeah. If, if that rolls around to your kids. And and the government is saying we're going to ruin your kid's life if they don't sign up. Yeah, things to consider about just, and that definitely just food for thought. and and food for thought. But then something literally, if you sense or even think that that's a possibility, something begin praying on, praying on, and praying for now for guidance. You know what I'm saying? Literally, because right. I think every individual person will a they will they'll respond differently. But then again, they may be led to respond differently. Whether it means to go do it because God can use you in the midst of battle to get to somebody for the good, or to go the opposite direction. So, I mean, everybody will be led yeah. differently. So that's the thing about it. So I can say one thing now, but then again, I might feel convicted if I don't do what God says, and it might be go that way. So, yeah. Hey, man, appreciate you. Absolutely, right. I'm with you there, bro. Anyway, uh, enjoy the rest of the evening. I'll get let uh, let somebody else get in there. Be good. Take care. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So let me let me check in real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, let me check in real quick and see if there's been any new developments with uh, Biden being on the clock. <laughs> and I and I and I. It's unfortunate I said jokingly, but it's one of them things where it's like, man, like uh, we have no business whatsoever being there and engaging in any activity in that area apart from the special interests that have planned this long, long time ago. Um, I don't see any new development. So it looks like it's 10 o'clock here. So we might be able to get through the night <laughs> or they might do that midnight breaking news. Biden does a press conference and they have Biden like standing in the war room with all the military, you know, you know, all the military industrial complex sitting around him, his cabinet. And he got on the red hat, you know, looking at the screen like Obama used to, like, we're going to war, fellas. I call for that strike. And they sit there all like they like the world's coming to an end. Anyway, you know how that stuff goes for political theater. Um, what else we got here? I see a lot of thoughts from Mr. DB there. Oh, we got Mr. Joshua joining us. Mr. Joshua, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Nice to see you again, man. Same here, my um, friend. Give me some 
Yeah, man, I've been paying attention to the crypto space. Definitely been paying attention to the headlines about the troops in the Middle East. And mm-hmm. I wanted to say, man, uh, I heard about this new thing called Global Citizen. Mm-hmm. And it basically is, uh, well, it's basically people um, conspiring to be citizens, global citizens. And I just wanted to mention that the term citizen is uh, originating to nationality. So I think they're putting it in our face, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I honestly think uh, the plan is not for the United States to be uh, the priority and not for it to be the superpower, but mm-hmm. for the United States to basically take the hit, man. You know, that's mm-hmm. what take I think. Take the hit. Yeah, yeah. take the I hit, think, take the hit I, in exchange for what? Like, if, if we take the hit, then what? who steps up? Who rises to the top, well, in your man, opinion? For me, I think it's the World Economic Forum, and I think it's the uh, the United Nations. I think they're going to be basically the people that have to build back better mm-hmm. and uh in my idea i think china you know if you if you did, if you know your research on bitcoin i know the other guy was talking about crypto mm-hmm. the guy that made bitcoin was actually an asian asian guy so i think I china is that. going to be kind of integrating their system into you know they got the social credit system already i think they're going to integrate it with the bitcoin and whatnot and we're just going to end up falling into place because we're not going to have the money to compete so they say, you know, uh, to the victor, he re- writes history. So I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be like, all right, we're not going to be able to beat them. We got to join them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's that's really what I'm that's that's what I'm worried about. But I'm I'm more so concerned too because I I know you mentioned the draft because I'm of draft age, and I, I just I really wouldn't want you know people to lose their life even fighting against uh, this new world order. Because the government, they're not, they're not uh, taking any chances. I'm sure, for sure, there'll be um, prison terms and, you know, uh, fines and regulations if you decide to to um, go against it. And that's why I think last time I was here, I was saying uh, people got to make sure what they're buying. You know, like instead of focusing on, you know, jewelry and 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 things that that don't have any long term value, like mm-hmm. you know, in terms of long term. If you hold an asset, it's going to depreciate or grow in value. I think people should start, like, really starting to think about uh, what they invest in. Like me, I don't want to, you know, brag, but I've been doing crypto for a minute. Um, I've been checking out the price of gold. I've seen it went it went down for a minute. Um, what is it, Crimex or something? It was, it was one, one, of those, one of those brokers. But But honestly, man, I think all in all with New York, we need, like, something like a Black Wall Street again. Where we can have like a team, of, like you got an excellent platform for that. Where you can have like a team of people, just like for example, like all put in a dollar and and you all like put to, put the money up for something like a a long term, big term goal. Like for example, maybe uh gold, maybe a uh, investment, maybe a uh, uh, website. Land, you know? land in a foreign country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like they're, 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 if stuff hits the fan here, we all got a place to go to down somewhere where. Life won't be as tough initially, but uh, yeah, I, I thought about that a couple of times. <laughs> well, one more thing, man. Have you ever yeah. thought about living off the grid? Like, what if there was a, a way, like, I don't know if you've seen the movie, like, The Matrix or Terminator, where, like, we would have to basically go to the jungle or, like, some foreign land, like, uh, the Aborigines people and live mm-hmm. like the Amish. No internet, no uh, supermarket, just farming and... Yeah you know, living off the grid. What, what do you think about that, man? 
that's possible. And I think about it a lot just because, you know, living in a city or close to the city, if stuff hits the fan the way that people suspect it will, you're not going to want to, um, yeah, life won't be the same. So having options would be great. But then again, not everybody can afford that. So to each his own. But it would be great to have a community like a homestead situation where a lot of like-minded people could come together. But, you know, it's it's not impossible. But then eh, this requires a lot of work, especially more work than one, for, than one person can pull off by itself. So it takes a team. You know what I'm saying? So Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's that why I'm before, happy but... I'm here, man, watching the videos. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you, man. As always, good to hear you, man. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> Oops, where I go? Took care of myself. Anyway, yeah, I mean, it's great to hear a variety of thoughts from different people from different walks of life just to see what people are thinking about and how they process stuff because, you know, that's how you learn. That's how you are able to add to what it is you're doing. So um, where we at? Uh, Hour 15-ish. All right, people. So that's all she wrote for tonight. Uh, As always, uh, if you haven't hit the thumbs up button, show your love for the channel. um, And back at it again tomorrow, Lord willing. And for those who came in a little bit late, I mentioned about uh, wanting to do a morning stream. And so get to news when it's more f- when it's fresh for the most part so I can get more stuff done because I still got Buku articles I didn't even touch. So anyway, if you haven't, information down below, support the channel. Anything is helpful. Anything you guys deem uh, worthy of uh, an investment into the community. I appreciate you. And other than that, people, be blessed, be safe. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Lord Willa, peace.